Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey mamas, I hope you enjoyed the series on thriving and single motherhood. Now it is time for our next three-part series on balancing marriage and motherhood. This episode is going to focus on the self-care challenges that these mamas face as married moms, trying to balance it all. Stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. And we are talking about balancing marriage and motherhood because it's a whole lot going on when you have these little ones and you're married because we got to make sure that we are nourishing all parts of ourselves and all those people in our lives also. So before I introduce my lovely uh, guest speakers today, I want to talk about the word balance. So I said balancing in marriage and motherhood because a lot of people tend to hear that word most often, the balance, right? Mm -hmm. But let's remember no matter what word you use, when you talk about balancing anything in life, it's never, probably if ever anyway, never even slices. If you think about a pie and you divide it up, balancing is not going to be equal slop um, pieces, slop pieces, <laughs> slice pieces. Pies, y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> equal <laughs> pieces of the pie, right? You know, so if you think about your marriage, your personal um, stuff, your personal development, your self-care, your children, other relationships like your friendships, your business or career, each one of those areas of your life they're probably not giving equal attention and it is okay. Balance is not going to really exist. What I like to say is we need to create harmony or good rhythm. I think, I'm not sure, but I think it was Chastity who we just did a um, podcast interview recently. Somebody had mentioned another word. One of my mamas, they might mention it, but whatever you want to call it, it's really getting a good system going on that really helps you feel aligned, makes you feel well-nourished, and those people that are important to you, they're being nourished too. That's why we talk about self-care because it allows us to pour the best of ourselves in everything we do. So with that being said, welcome, 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 Stacy and Chastity. Hey, 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 ladies. Hey. <laughs> yes, so ladies, so go ahead. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for joining me for this conversation. Um, I go way back with both of these ladies, me and Stacy. Stacy and I, we met a few years ago at an event, and then we kept on pretty much. Actually, she met with me at one of my self-care events, <laughs> and then we've just been connecting even on, um, you know, outside of just events, just with business and other important things to us. Chastity, I met her recently um, in our Command of Stage group, and these ladies are bomb, y'all. So anyway... Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'll start with you, Chastity. Hi, ladies. I am Chastity Bowers. I am a wife, a mom, and I'm also a mental health therapist. Um, I specialize in helping women to boss up their faith. And besides 
wearing all those hats and being a part, uh, not part-time, but a full-time mental health therapist. I am also the founder of a faith-based community called Boss Up Your Faith. And um, in this community, I'm able to bring awareness to women by showing them how their faith and their mental health both go hand in hand and how their level of faith can affect their overall mental health. And which I know this personally to be true because I dealt with depression, major depression myself. And I also dealt with being, you know, a, a young mother, a single mother and all these different types of issues of trying to find purpose within myself. So I'm able to share my tools with women to show them that they can reach those heights and mountains and move the mountains as well. Sorry, I always have a hard time finding the unmute button. <laughs> and Stacey, yeah, so Stacey, go ahead and introduce yourself. Look, we, we rocking and rolling with this technology okay. some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Stacey Connor. I am, as you see, I'm a, I'm a woe mom, which is combining women and motherhood. We are more than just moms, wives. You know, we are women too, which I'm excited to dive into this topic and conversation of really embracing all of who we are. But in addition to that, I'm also an author, uh, recently uh, launched a prayer, a prayer journal, but I'm also a real estate agent. Um, and recently, over the last, I guess, four days now, I'm officially a full-time real estate agent where I just took that leap of faith and exit the nine to five, um, complete leap of faith. Um, and I'm sure we'll dive into a little bit of that, but part of that was had something to do with being, you know, a married mom. Um, you know, I asked my, I was burnt out and told my husband, I was like, what would you do if I just, you know, quit tomorrow? <laughs> he was like, do it, you know, like do it, that's simple. Um, and so just in what I do for, it's about serving other people, you know, everybody's talking about real estate and all that good stuff. But for me, it's serving people, educating people through what I do. Um, I'm not here to beat, beat over anybody's head whether they should move or not. But um, it's about doing what's right for you in the time that it's right for you to do it. So I'm excited about this conversation we're going to have today. Yeah, shout out to all the supportive husbands that help us, support us with following our dreams. <laughs> So ladies, since we are talking about self-care, I always like to ask everyone, um, you know, what does self-care mean to you? And we'll just start with that. What does self-care mean to you? Um, and pretty much just the benefits that you have seen it do in your life. And we'll start with you, Chastity. <laughs> Keep it going around in the circle. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so basically to me, self-care is just taking care of yourself, um, being able to take care of all parts of you. Uh, for me, I define uh, my self-care in the season that I'm in right now because self-care can change depends on what season you are in life. And right now with me being uh, a wife and a mom, um, all the way in another state, um, away from my close friends and family, I, I, I've been out in Georgia for two years and I don't, I'm, I mean, I, 
I'm building my 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 community because community is important to me and it leads me to what I'm trying to say right now is that my self-care for me in this season is having time to build a community that's outside of my family that's in my home. Um so I have my community of my boss of faith women and my prayer group um but i get with them virtually kind of like what we're doing now so i get with them virtually three times a week for prayer this most definitely is is good for me and i love us like coming together for prayer but i know i also need community physically so i'm in the works i've been going to god about it about like getting because i'm in the mental health field so i like know a few therapists out here that i you know been working close with in in different places so far so i'm like okay god i want to like get together with these women and do like some type of brunch like i think we all will vibe together we all in the same field we can like feed off each other and just talk about other things and so he's like do that you know he was like you you seeking community you're seeking people to connect with when you already have touched base with a different you know different group of women that you can potentially build something close with so a lot of times we're out seeking for help and god's like just look in front of you utilize your resources that you have in front of you so self-care to me is community and it kind of brings me to uh when you and i was talking to you how after Mary and Luke one, after Mary found out that she was gonna be the mom, the mother of Jesus, and she was like having the whole episode, like me, I'm worthy to be carried the, the baby that's gonna be the keys, the keys of the Lord, the Lord, honey. Few days later, she went right over to her cousin Elizabeth house. <laughs> she went right on over there, and she was about to jump. Uh, uh, she went right over there to him about three months. She, baby, she had community self care for. You said she didn't go married and go back home until three months later. So I'm not looking for that type of much community. <laughs> to be away from my home for three months, but God gets. I just need three hours, Lord. Just give me three hours with a group of of loving, faith loving women, and we can enjoy each other company. And I will, I will feed off of that. So right now, that's what self care means to me and my chapter in my life, and that's what it looks like for me. Yes, community is so important. You know, a lot of times, I love that you didn't mention it, which is all about you. A lot of times people think about self-care as just being by themselves. And, you know, oftentimes they're thinking about getting their hair and nails done, <laughs> you know, which can be a form of self-care. But what's going to really, you know, give you some peace and some joy? And for you is that community piece. You know, it's not about not about being by yourself. But sometimes you just need to be around other like-minded women, you know, some women you can cut up with, laugh, chill, relax, whatever. Sometimes you all can just be with each other and be quiet. But as long as you just kind of <laughs> around. See, I enjoy that, that gut from the gut laugh. Right. I love, people call, you call me a giggle box in high school. I just love to laugh. Like, even when I was going through some grief and depression with my last pregnancy a couple of years ago. I was just watching Bernie Mac. His <laughs> I was being watching Bernie Mac. And my husband like, girl, it's been two days. You still watching Bernie Mac? I'm like, it's just funny. I'm just uh -huh. cracking up laughing. So I love to hang out with the girls. So I give them them good. I'm going to feel light on my feet, honey. <laughs> right, look, I need to be screaming. Look, as my mother would say, hooting and hollering. <laughs> Tears coming out the eyes. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, all of that is good for your soul. <laughs> and what about you, Stacy? Yeah, for me, self-care, self self-love, um, I think it first comes from really knowing yourself, you know, knowing what you need, what you like. So I'm all about community as well. You know, I went through this phase, especially last year where I just felt like I didn't have community because I was, you know, going through a lot last year. And, and it's like, you know, who do you reach out to? Who who are those close connections? And Chastity, I'm similar to you. I'm, uh, you know, I've been here for quite a while. It's like, I didn't have a close community. I mean, I have like Latoya and things like that, but you know, there's like when things are really tough, you know, who, who's, who do you pick up the phone and call? And for me, a lot of my people, a lot of my people are in other states. Um, I'm originally from um, Virginia with the school in North Carolina. So, you know, I couldn't just run over to their house because of what, you know, was around the corner. But I think it's really understanding who you are. And, you know, people are like, well, I'm an introvert. So why don't I, I don't need community. We all need people. You know, we need, but introverts, you might need to step away from community at times. But we all need community. Um, I am very much extrovert. I love being around people, but there are times I need to be an introvert sometimes. I just, I need a break from the people, even as an extrovert. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's when you know what, you know, when you know who you are, you understand, like I say, self-love is filling your, your, your personal self-love tank. What are the things that you can pour into yourself and not depending on other people to pour into that? Yeah, trust me, my, my love language is words of affirmation so people can tell me great things about myself all day long and I will receive it gladly. But I can't depend on people to always, you know, affirm and pump up everything that I'm doing. I need to be able to do that for myself and I need to be able to seek God. But that's truly where it needs to come from and not from everybody else. But, um, but I think it is really understanding what it is that you need. I know words of affirmation, but I also have to realize that I can't constantly be seeking that from everything because it's not, you're not always going to get it. So it's like, how can you continue to encourage yourself when you're not getting those external confirmations that you're doing the right thing all the time? Um, but I, I really feel like it's like those little things that are going to fill that self-love tape. Um, you know, sometimes it's just sitting in, in silence for a while and just today was a beautiful day outside. And for me, it was just soaking up some vitamin D naturally and just enjoying the outdoors and just being grateful for that. And it doesn't take long, you know, you can take one minute and give yourself some self-care, you know, just one minute, take some deep breath, step away, step outside, let the sun hit you real quick, and then walk right back in and get back to whatever it was you were doing. <laughs> Me and this meat button. <laughs> so yes, I love that. So I heard a few things. So for both of you, you're not originally from where you currently live. So that community piece has been a big thing, you know, for your um your self-care, for that self-love. Um, Stacey, you mentioned um the love languages, you know, like your love languages to fill up your tank. You love affirmations, you, you want to be affirmed. Yeah. I also love that you mentioned that you can't always depend on other people for that affirmation 
you know, so sometimes you do have to remind yourself of who you are in Christ. And it's um, that's so funny because this week <laughs> I'm actually doing a challenge, biblical mm -hmm. self, mm, biblical affirmations, mm -hmm. you know, and one of the reasons why I started doing that was because we can have the positive um, affirmations. Of course, you know, you, like you said, it feels good to be affirmed by somebody else, mm -hmm. but we can't always depend on that. And of course, trying to pump ourselves up doesn't always make us feel great too, because it's coming from you. So, you know, as a woman of God, it's always good to affirm yourself, you know, how he sees you, you know? So I love that you even mentioned that. And then, like you said, just doing those things that fill up your cup. Yeah, here in Baltimore today, the weather is beautiful. I was only outside for a few minutes just to get my hair done to him from the car, but even just that car ride, <laughs> just having the nice fresh air. Oh my gosh, like it feels good. So, like you said, just soaking up some vitamin D, getting some fresh air. Um, like you said, sometimes just sitting in quiet. Self-care looks different for each one of us. We have those different things that, like you said, fills up our tank. And those are the things that we just have to be intentional about making time for. So speaking of making time for it, what you all kind of mentioned some of the challenges, for example, like not being, um, you know, around a lot of people right now, you're still growing and meeting new people in a um, new place that you're in. What has been some other challenges with you prioritizing self-care as a busy mom and wife? And um, let's actually start back with you, Stacey. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think the challenges, I think, I feel like now the challenges, it's just, you know, I feel like things are so different now that we are, I don't know if we're out of a pandemic, I don't know what it is right now, but we're, we're no longer uh, shut in, I'll put it that way. Everything's not shut down, social distancing. So I feel like the challenge is, it is less of a challenge, I think, because we've been out of, out of that phase for so long is getting reconnected um, to community. Uh, my um, slogan is, is connecting community one home at a time. So I feel like we've really lost that that sense of community. And what and for me, it was, it was so bad that, I mean, I literally wanted to move. I was like, look, we're moving either to North Carolina or to Virginia where my where my comfort zone, where, you know, where the people are that I know. But I was like, you know, I was praying on it and God's like, you can create community here, you know? And I was like, and what really has stuck to me is that, you know, I was looking for other people to reach their hand out and saying, hey, come hang out with the, but sometimes you have to create it yourself. And so I feel like the for me, the challenge is just, you know, putting yourself out there to create the space for the self-care and the self-love. Um, and, you know, and really, one of the biggest challenges, I think, for with having kids was that I always felt like it had to be by myself. So like, how do you find the time to do this, what you need, you know? And you always try to do it by yourself or things like that. But, and of course, my kids are, they're preteen kind of age now, but as they were younger, you know, sometimes you have to involve them into that self-care routine. Um, yesterday, I have a, my a good friend is um, up from North Carolina to visit because her son's on spring break and he was going to his grandmother's. But yesterday, you know, me, and the, me, her and the kids, we went to go eat. We went and got our nails and feet done. My son got his first pedicure. <laughs> At first he's like, is it gonna hurt? But you know what? That's self-care. You know, they had a good time. Uh, we went and got some ice cream at some uh, 
you know, those oversized and mason jars that they fill up with all the ice cream and stuff. So, I mean, we had a good time and I had some self-care, you know, it doesn't always, self-care doesn't mean it has to be by yourself at all times. So I feel like, you know, this uh, time is probably the biggest challenge. I think probably for most moms um, is time. You know, how can I do what I enjoy? Um, when I was younger, um, so I also make jewelry on the side. So when I was, when my kids were younger, it was like, you know, dealing with beads and I work with clay. And it's like, how do I do this and have a young child? So I, they had their own little table. They had my broken, like stuff that I wasn't using anymore. And I gave them some stuff and they would play and I would, they would be less out of my way. But you have to get creative, I think, um, in those challenging times. I think time is probably one of the biggest challenges. Yes, I agree. Most of the time, if not all, that's the main thing that comes up when you ask somebody why, you know, what's getting in the way of them prioritizing self-care. I don't have the time or I don't know how to make the time. And I love that you mentioned, because I tell moms this all the time, although we love our quiet time, <laughs> we are not going to always have it. So like you said, we have to be creative. You know, um, I know it's been even years, you know, we've discussed that, you know, you and I, you know, sometimes just trying to have that quiet time along with God, you call yourself waking up early in the morning to get it done. And then as soon as you wake up earlier than anybody gets up at any other time, here comes your child. And it's like, really? You're never up this early until I wanted to get up. Now you're up. Now what? You know, yeah. we discussed that. Sometimes you just got to figure out what to do. I remember um, years ago, my uh, six-year-old, I think it was probably three at the time, sometimes he would wake up early. And first it was like, I would get frustrated, like, ugh. But then I noticed sometimes like when I was journaling, he would go get a piece of paper, start scribbling. And it's like, oh, okay, so I can do that. Like I'm journaling and he's scribbling or drawing, you know, so he's, he's pretty much doing what I'm doing, you know? So a lot of times, like you said, we just, we just got to get creative. We do continue to have that alone time, not get frustrated for one, you know, but just make it work for however long it is. And um, no, go ahead. ahead, were you saying something? Yeah, I remember when I was I was studying for my master's at one point, and of course, I had work to do. I had homework I had to get done. I had study I had to get done. And my daughter wanted to be around. So she went and got her book, sat next to me, and she studied too. I don't know what she was studying, but you know. You have to get creative and try to find to make them feel involved. Yeah. You don't always have to be, and it's it, sometimes it's hard finding things that they can do that you don't have to be over them and supervising. But I think also finding things that we can do to, um, you know, sometimes we have to multi. You know, that people say no one doesn't multi. <laughs> I I cook dinner and I put some earbuds in my ear and I will listen to a podcast. I will listen to an audio book. You know, I would just listen to some music that I can listen to that is not, you know, Thomas the Train sing-along or, you know, <laughs> what is it, kids bop. Um, I, I want to hear adult bop sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes we have to, um, you know, we have to do, to, you know, when you're in the grocery, not grocery, put some earbuds in, you know, go for a walk. Sometimes I'll just take my laptop and go outside and work. You know? Yes. So, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, so true. And you also mentioned, um, you know, just finding things 
to do with them, you know, sometimes we don't just have to, like I said, listen to the kid bop or, um, you know, just the annoying little things that, you know, it's okay. Of course, you know, you, you want your kids to be entertained, let them do their own thing, but you can also find that time, create that time to do something that everybody enjoys. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to watch Paw Patrol all day long. Like, okay, we watched Paw Patrol long enough. Let's find something for the whole family, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, a lot of times, it's you know, we feel like we always have to sacrifice. And it's mm -hmm. not the case. Of course, you're going to have things you enjoy. Your kids are going to have their own things that they enjoy. But it is okay to come together <laughs> and then have some, you know, quality time together. And that is self-care. You're nourishing yourself. They're nourishing themselves. You're all nourishing each other while you're spending time together. So, you know, we have to get out the habit of thinking that self-care is only a long time. Again, it is great to have a long time. But we can't just sacrifice, constantly sacrifice our time each and every day and feeling, you know, we're feeling miserable, we're stressed out, depressed, but we're not doing those little teeny things that we can do to pour into ourselves. So that's so important. And hey, Sharla, we got Sharla coming in, joining us. So go ahead and introduce yourself to our moms. <laughs> Once you find the mute button, I know I struggle too. <laughs> I know I kept clicking on the purple thing like it was just supposed to. <laughs> uh, well, I am Sharla. I am a wife and a mother. Um, there's seven children all together. I've been married for 14 years. Um, my husband and I have our own business. And... Our dogs just had um, 10 puppies the other day. So my, which is why I'm late because I came over here and sat on the couch. Like I didn't have anything to do. And then I realized what time it was. I was like, oh crap, it's seven Eastern time, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here, can you all hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. I, I, we, I know. That's why we having this chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Balancing <laughs> the marriage <Yeah>. and motherhood. <laughs> so look, relax for a moment. Relax. It's your self-care time now. Right. So while you relax, we're going to go ahead and move on to chastity. And what we're talking about right now is, um, you know, those challenges that we've had with balancing self-care or finding that time for us, self-care. And we also, if anybody wants to um, answer this, y'all can all jump in. Um, VR says, I'm a work from home. I work from home full time. I'm married with a seven-year-old daughter. I'm trying to balance it all, but it's overwhelming. Looking for ways to balance housework, working from home, mom duties, wife, and self-care. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough. I, I work from home um, because I just left my corporate job, um, but I was doing that working from home. I have a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old, but, you know, really finding ways, I think, when you're working from home, if you can take breaks, it is key to take breaks. Um, if you have, um, I know for me, if you have... Um, you know, for me, my Wi-Fi kind of, it, luckily it, it was strong enough to go at least to my patio or my porch. Sometimes I would just go outside and work. Um, or if you have a hot spot, 
But I think even with the kids, um, with the housework, involve them. At seven years old, they're old enough to start taking on some chores. Um, for my kids, I hate unloading the dishwasher. I can't stand it. <laughs> you know, if, I, if the dishwasher, you know, I want the dishes to be pristinely dry so I can go from the dishwasher. I hate having to dry, clean dishes that the machine's supposed to do that. So between the kids, I need this emptied because I refuse to do it. Um, you know, folding laundry, it doesn't have to be folded perfectly. You know, I, my kids, sometimes I, I don't even know if it gets folded, but it gets put away. Um, but they, I start, they know how to wash their clothes now. So involve them um, in, the, in the housework. You do not have to do all the housework. Um, I'm not sure if you, if you mentioned if you're, if you're married or not. You know, for my husband and I, we used to try to do, you know, put all of our clothes in a pile and do all of our laundry at one time. We gave up on that too. I do my laundry, he does his laundry. Um, you know, that way it, it gets done when you need to get done. If it, if, if it doesn't, then you just don't have anything clothes because I'm doing my laundry and you're doing yours. Um, so really, I think it's just figuring out what's going to work for you guys and your family, delegating those house chores, um, you know, you know, it, it doesn't have to pristinely clean every single day. Trust me, I find, I, I find a spare sock in my couch several times a week. I don't know, there's always one, just one sock, you know, I don't know how they don't notice. They only got one sock on their foot, but, um, yeah, it's all, my, my couch is, it's the home of lost socks, but. Yeah, just take it, take a breather, um, step away when you have to, like I said, do the stuff that works for you. When you're cooking dinner, put an earbud in, nobody knows it, the kids don't know, I'll put an earbud in there. Put one in one ear and the other one don't have anything, so it's like listening, but you're also enjoying some music. My son will talk all day, and I still won't have a clue what he's talking about even if I was listening, so he's not looking for an answer. He just talk so um that that would be my thing really just you know take it one step at a time one day at a time and when you're working from home you have to find ways to especially if you don't have a whole lot of interaction with other people in your job um you know there's i know we used to do um what is it like a power hour people just hop on on zoom go on mute you know, maybe every 15 minutes pop up, say, hey, just chat to take a break and then pop right back on mute and, and get your work done. Sometimes you just need to be around other breathing people <laughs> other than your kids. <laughs> so hopefully that helps. Yeah, I love those. So I heard delegating because a lot of times <laughs> us moms, we gotta we feel like we need to do everything and make sure it's done our way. So we got to start delegating to our kids. You know, it's not going to always be our way. It may never be our way, but they have to learn for one. You know, that's one of the things I always had to remind myself. They have to learn. And it's so funny. You mentioned even like with the clothes. So my oldest son, he's 13 years old. Why am I always folding his clothes? Right. And then when I say that, my mom, like I folded your clothes. I'm like, that's true until I even moved out. But anyway, <laughs> but, um, you know, he has to learn. So sometimes if it's a lot, especially if I'm getting overloaded, I start separating those piles. So the only people who, um, definitely always, you know, I'm folding their clothes period is of course my two year old. He doesn't know how to six year old. 
he could learn, but he's still a little bit too wild. But I'll do hours. I'm giving my 13-year-old his clothes. And sometimes, you know, when I'm like putting clothes away, if I'm in a um, if I I don't know, I got time or you know, I'm just in a good flow, I'll fold mm-hmm. some things. And then like for re- like recently, I went in his dresser drawer. I'm at there switching out stuff, you know, taking out some old clothes and stuff. And I'm like, what's going on with these clothes? And I'm like, so sometimes. I have to go ahead and straighten it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something I'm trying not to do. But even then, it's like it's not that bad. And of course, if I didn't see it, it wouldn't even bother me. So <laughs> it's like at least they are there. You know, I had to tell him about his stocks. Like, why are you folding your stocks? He was like having one stock all by itself or whatever. I'm like, you fold it together. You know, so even just those different things. At least you're still delegating. He's doing it. That's one last thing I have to do. You know, and it's not just about taking the load off of you, but again, they need to learn. So start them while they're young. <laughs> and then um, that takes us to letting go of that perfectionism. A lot of times we have to stop trying to be so perfect and having things done our way. And I, am I saying it's going to always be, <laughs> you're going to always feel that way? I have to check myself because, you know, I'm tempted to do certain things. And it's like, Latoya, you know, if you start doing this, you're going to stress yourself you stress yourself out more. So like you said, Stacey, a lot of times you have to just realize, look, the house ain't got to be spick and span all the time. <laughs> you know, a lot of times it's really our standards. You could tell somebody else, you know, like, oh, my house is a mess. And you'll look around like, what mess? You know, mm-hmm. I remember growing up with my mom like that. The floor is dirty. And you're looking like, lady, this floor is shining. I don't see not one piece of lint ball on the floor. People will come over the house. Girl, your house so clean. You can't tell my mother that. You know, because we all have our own standards. And it's good to have standards. But a lot of times we just have to realize, you know, what's what's what do I really need? That's another thing too. What do I really need in this moment? Hey, mamas. Thank you for tuning in to part one of our series on balancing marriage and motherhood. I hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourish Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.